Another dumb podcast. No, I like it. It's not dumb. Pod, it's called another dumb podcast. That makes sense. So you could have just said, "I'm doing another dumb podcast." Yeah. Again, basketball dumb guy over here. Sorry. On the dumb podcast. I just want someone, if they can do Photoshop, I just want the Photoshop of like the Iwo Jima scene. <laughs> but it's Brad, it's Brad holding up the Redskins flag. <laughs> Mike, look, you're going to have to put less sauce on mine. Because I can't, I can't deal with all that ketchup sauce. Platinum gun, son, aim for the sky. Ice on my bullet, you die soon as I pull it. Willie's want to rub shoulders, the money's too young. See me when it gets old, your bank account grow up. Mine's is one zero 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 old up. Damn near out the rear trunk when I roll up. Motai till I close up, it's all basic. I've been spending hundreds since they had small faces. Rob your stash out, doubled out down in Vegas. Me and JD got it locked crazy. Where you at, haters? Jaguar switching four lanes. Top down, screaming out, money ain't a thing. Bubble hard in the double off. Flashing the rings with the window crack, holla back, money ain't a thing. Nigga, I don't like it if it don't gleam, gleam in the hell with the price, but the money ain't a thing. Put it down hard for my dogs that's locked in the thing. When you hit the bricks, new whip, money ain't a thing. Y'all wanna floss with us? Cause all across the board, we burning up. Drop a little paper, baby, toss it up. Slacking on your pimping, turn it up. Yeah. See the money, money ain't a thing. Cake thick, I live the life. Eating crab, watching bitches shake shit all night. I make the big moves, do the big thing. Take small groups, turn them into big names. The big dog with the big. Chain. I thought some people were just like, hey, is he just gonna play the Jay Z song the entire time? I probably should. <laughs> I actually kind of got lost in the uh, the song. It's a good song, right? Like. Objectively, objectively, great, a great song. Okay, well, welcome. Uh, special episode today. Uh, it's, it's, I think, all episodes right now are special because uh, the fact that we're even doing one is a special thing. So, it's just, just the way it is nowadays. This shit's hard, you know. So we'll, we'll just keep doing podcasts whenever we can do podcasts. I don't even know if anybody's going to jump on the podcast today, but I got some great audio today. Um, we're going to review the Gordo V Mike Soroy on Twitch. We're going to see how that went. Kind of went a little haywire. I know that. Oh, that wasn't a bad fade, but whatever. We'll stop there. Welcome. I am Brad C. Uh, welcome to another dumb podcast. It is good to be here. Uh, good to be anywhere. So we'll see how this goes. Um, yeah, it was, it was kind of nice not to podcast, you know, a few days or a week even after the Uvalde shooting because everyone's got their opinions and everyone's, hey, you know, this is what I think should happen. And I think this now it's just like, you know, I don't, everybody's kind of resigned to the facts that they had before they started this. So it all kind of, uh, it's called kind of null and void now, you know, it's, it is what it is. You know, it's, I'm not saying it is what it is, but you know, um, people who wanted to take the guns or want to do more gun control or want to do it, ones who don't will do. But, uh, doesn't look like we're going to be alone today. Jay, can you hear me? 
What's going on? Up, oh, Jay's a little low. Sorry, it's my fault. Oh, it's it's, no, it's my it's my fault, not yours. Not on me. Not on me. No, test, sir. Test one two. Okay, so Valdi. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to uh, kill everybody's vibe, but <clears throat> thumbs down to to booking Cody Rhodes with a torn pec beating <laughs> Seth Rollins. <laughs> you don't think that was such a great uh, great booking decision there? No, I felt it was really unnecessary. You think Seth he's, would have been like, uh, huge, can't do that? He's he's hugely over anyway, and he's going to be no matter what, no matter if he loses or not. Now, I guess the only other thing is, I guess maybe Rollins is not part of the program between now and SummerSlam or mm-hmm. you know, the next couple, two or three months. He was going to take some time off anyway. Then it would make, Then it would make more sense. But I was like, this is great, and Rollins should win in the end, but it doesn't really mean anything because Cody gets all the accolades for going out there with a torn pectoral muscle going through just, the whole match. So, does that have, does that require surgery when you t- tear your? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, like, is he going to be out for a significant amount of time though? If it is completely torn, because it can heal on its own if it's partial, but. That looks pretty complete <laughs> to me. It looks really bad. Um, it's it depends on surgery, rehab, whatever. That's like a three to six month recovery time. Really? Well, that's not in time for SummerSlam. Yeah, but he did. Absolutely but not. he did just like do a match needs, with it, which is crazy. Yeah, but I mean, you're not going to do that after you. He's not gonna do that again anyway. Well, I mean, but you can't you can't super if it's torn it's gotta be torn all the way, and I don't think he would have wrestled. Like you can't super tear it. Once it's torn all the way, it's just torn. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't like tie up in a knot, like go I, up into your lungs or anything. I've it heard the worst on it and I I yeah, I don't know. It looked terrible. I was like I didn't understand well, I wasn't watching like right away, so but someone brought up that, that somebody's wrestling with a large bruise on their chest. I'm like, what are they talking? But I did hear the the story about Cody Rhodes uh, hurting himself working out. But I, uh, yeah. and then I saw it. I was like, holy hell, that's that is fucking gnarly. It was <laughs> it was worse than I expected. I I know that Triple H did that yeah, four years ago with the quad during a match. No, no, no! With with his with his pectoral muscle. Oh, it was at one of those Saudi shows, and like halfway through the match, he he rolls out of the ring, and he I think he was t- uh, paired up with Shawn Michaels, and one of the obviously was that the was that the Saudi, horrific Saudi Undertaker Kane match? Yes. Oh, good lord! Yeah, I missed that it's one. Towards the end, and basically. <laughs> Basically, Triple H tells Shawn Michaels that I'm I'm done. You've He's got like, the rest of this, boy. <laughs> Take it home. <laughs> tore my pick. He did. Yeah, he was like, it's all on you. Uh, so it was a terrible match. But afterwards, he posted. I remember he posted a picture of that, and it was it was mm. similar. It didn't look as bad as Cody's, as far as like the the the, the square footage of his chest that was all bruised up. I think Cody's looked worse. So I think he. Just completely tore it off of there, That's and a- I'm sure they told him it's you're limited. It's going to hurt, but you, you can't make it worse. You can't tear so more. What's, yeah, what's your what's your pain tolerance? Yeah, I have to say, I think 
uh, I think Cody Rose's was a lot worse than than uh, Triple H's. I think so. I think so. Did you ever see the one where his? Uh, well, he he had to wrestle with a with a torn quad. I think it was bruise. It was like during a WrestleMania um, match. I, I think. Yeah, he tore. I think he tore a quad. I don't know. Well, there's there. He didn't tear like, both of them like Vince did. <laughs> God. <laughs> it was, all right, I can't find that one, but I, I did find the quad. Or the uh, the peck bruise. Yeah, everybody go look that up. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I was just starting with uh, Jermaine Dupree and Money in a Thing, and apparently at the ticket, it's it's quite a thing. Um, <laughs> for the ticket, we're having multiple episodes now where we uh, sent Danny away. Now we're going to send old Soroy away. Um, go ahead. Did you have? So a- did you did you listen to the entire Twitch stream with Gordo? I only caught like the last half of it. Um, well, I definitely didn't hear it live. Um, I only know because I don't know if you know this, I'm a Reddit guy and Reddit was all ablaze about, uh, Gordo Mikey. And a lot of people were, were very, very upset with Gordo, I guess. After it. And, um, I, and I, I guess we'll, we'll watch it together and maybe we'll come to a different, uh, uh, conclusion. I, I'm I'm unsure. There was parts where Gordo didn't come off as good, but it's also like then you have just drunk Soroy just just going. Everybody get paid. <laughs> so, I don't know. It was a not. Bit. It was not like the most cogent it argument. Too bad. It wasn't the most cogent argument right. either. It wasn't like whoa. I think because of these percentages, we should get paid this. You know, I think. Uh, no, that's. Yeah, I think that's fair. There wasn't a, a real or a completely objective approach to the argument. You know, here's this makes sense, this makes sense. You're getting this, they should get paid at least this, that type of thing. It was just you, this guy only makes this. He should he should make more. Should. And my frustration with Gordon, the part I listened to was just there was a couple questions. I'm like, just answer the question somehow. Yeah. Just constant redirection and like uh, diagramming the sentences. And I was like, yeah. Or just say, I don't want to answer that. I don't know. Just, just give me something that, that closes the loop. I felt like they just went in circles during the, the hour that I listened to for a while. Well, we'll try to make this quick. I found around six, uh, I did have a, a link I found which apparently these are being scrubbed from the internet. So that's why I wanted to put it in a podcast real quick. So we actually had the audio. Ah. So, um, yeah. So we got to hurry quick before the internet takes us off. But, uh, okay. It'll always live, live in infamy, but let's, uh, and if anything, I doubt that I have, can hear that. Okay. Yeah. Anything close to what you guys yeah. do, but I'm like, I think maybe, but I'll, I won't ever know because I just, I, I can't afford to keep dreaming about it and like hoping for it. So I need to go with sure things, you know, and make sure I can pay for this. I like, I'm literally at the point where I got to pack up and move or I got to keep doing this for six months, a year, three years. 
And Canada's always been cool, but today he's even like, man, I feel like you've run 23 miles of a 26-mile race. I'm like, well, I'm going to run the last three miles in no shoes and a effing tank top. Okay. Well, uh, Ironically, I, I, the very first marathon was, was run in no shoes, so... Yeah, there we go. Anybody can do it, Mike. Quick marathon note. <laughs> Thank you for that marathon minute. Um, no, I I found it interesting, and I think a lot of this, um, you know, I think I've even heard Jake explain a lot of this, like because there were times, you know, honestly, I think Jake was helped out by his wife because she has a good legit job and basically was allowing you know, Jake to, to, uh, live out this dream, uh, to be on the ticket. And I remember him talking about, it. he's like, why do we, you know, like, what is the big deal? Why do you have to be on this station? Why do you have to be a host on here? You know, obviously like Jake could literally get a job anywhere else he wants. Like I'm talking about not even right. just in radio. Yeah. He's like a really smart guy. So like he could go do something else, but I, I can't remember what the joke was. It was over something, some dumb bit, you know, like, why did we stay here? Cause a baby arm. Is that it? Like <laughs> that's, that's the reason why we stay here. And so, you know, Soroy just hasn't been given an opportunity yet. And it's not, you know, we can get into those things here and here and there. Um, here's my thing though. Um, I think Mike is, Severely talented. He's 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 done a great job for the for uh, the station and and to use Danny Bayless's uh, analogy, have they been paying uh, you know medium pizza for a large for quite a while? Yeah, they have. And I'm glad a lot of these guys are kind of knowing their worth and being like, I can just go do something else. And you know, it's been fun time and all, but you know, we're just gonna sit here and just joke around and you know that be that does that make sense yeah no that makes sense but i mean i listened to danny he was on uh reiner's podcast recently and oh, yeah my dad was listening i didn't even listen to it yet one of the things he directly said was it wasn't about or because of the money there's just other other things in life right now that he would rather spend time on and focusing on and doing and for right now staying with the station and all that is just not not for him that's not to say that if he was if they said well hey we'll give you whatever 20,000 more a year to stay maybe he would have stayed but i don't i didn't get the feeling that his deal was i'm just so underpaid i'm well, he going, did. It's more, more of a life decision. I think maybe I think he's. Life is more of a money decision. Is he changing? Okay, I understand that. That is, uh, their situations are different, but as in the end, they are the same as well. Because you are having a guy who's, you know, like he said. I mean, he he just got divorced. Uh, he says it in earlier in the video. You know, like he just got a he not just got a divorce, but maybe a few years ago, three, did, three or four years th- ago, a few years ago, got a divorce. Now he has his house, and he's like. I had a wife to help me pay for these things and now I have a house and I'm like, how the fuck am I going to keep this thing with, with this, you know, (laughs) this situation. So, I mean, 
Um, and we'll, we'll keep rolling. We'll, uh, he's getting to the point. Boat race from one of my dads. Uh, hold on. Actually, hold on. Where are... I'm, lo- I'm, I'm about to lose this race, so I have to like bet on myself, believe in myself, and say, I'm going to try... I'm going to try to make it work. Were there any other... You were working for your brother, I think, in the afternoon. Uh, I'm sorry. Actually, I clipped it at the wrong time. Let me let me find the spot that I was trying to get to. That was, that was kind of boring. Sorry. Let's do this right now. Okay. And you handle this however you want. Here we go. <laughs> Can you see it in his eyes? He goes, huh. I'm about to light this motherfucker on fire. <laughs> <laughs> He's like... I'm, how many whiskeys have I had? Fuck it, let's do this. Okay, that's that's the that's the look in his eye right now. Fucking tier system can go fuck itself because I don't need any more reminder than every other fucking Friday what tier I'm on. So the most insulting like jab f you is reminding me that oh there's no tier two and that may be more junior than anyone and I love junior and junior's fucking amazing and. I consider him a great friend, but enough. <laughs> okay, I gotta only pause it because I don't know if on your screen, and it's kind of hard to to look at the. Uh, I can't see the comments. The comments on the side there, and it's kind of hard. Even I, I could see it better on my iPad than I can see it on the the actual. Um, let me see if it looks better on this computer. No. I got it on my monitor now. It's still really kind of blurry, but I can see it. Like as soon as he brings up the tier system, these people are just like, you know, let's go. Fuck junior. Fucking A. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, they're they're on it now. It just I mean, that's 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 the author of that whole that whole bit. Yep. yep. So if you want to direct that hate vitriol towards somebody, it's Junior Miller. This is why and, and there's there's okay. other people that have kind of you know pushed that narrative and all that, but it's Junior's bit. So it is his yeah. bit, but it's also been perpetuated all the way through and as uh, through the station and. But even before this tier system, I know that this tier system is a lot older than even when they brought it to the air, the tier system. Yeah. You know, like there was one time where uh, the curtain kind of pulled back a little bit whenever, like, you remember when a TC pranked, uh, he pranked uh, Corby and Corby, Corby got a little butthurt at one time and he goes, how dare you do that to a host? And everyone's like. Oh, okay. Like, kind of revealed a little bit of like, hey, you don't fuck with me. I'm a host. Like, I'm right. I'm one of these guys who are you know, bring, you know, bringing in the money, and you're just a little shithead intern, you know. And I was kind of like, oh, okay, interesting. So, uh, go ahead. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, I. But if that might have been a, if that's an intern versus uh, employee or versus host narrative it's a little different than uh permanent employee against just a for lack of a better term a higher tier well permanent employee objectively it was a pretty funny prank okay yeah. i remember it vaguely but not not enough to i think it was the one it. where he called him in the middle of the night and was like hey uh i just need help with this bit and he's like what like <laughs> it's pretty perplexed and it's like what do you got? And like actually <laughs> legitimately trying to help him. Like the next, right? I think that day they were like, like he was legitimately pissed about it. So uh, that shit. And just don't do it out of respect. 
for the people who <clears throat> do bust their ass and wake up every morning, Jeremy, at all. They don't need to be reminded with a fucking label that they're fucking sh- they're shit. And I that bothered me so damn bad, and it didn't at the beginning. But then I'm like, good God, really? You need a f- name for this? I don't know, I th- dude. I think that's uh, just so disrespectful. Like this, this legitimately pisses him off. I think Mike is legitimately pissed off about this, and I think he's held yeah. that in for quite a while. So. Yeah, it probably has because it's not really a comfortable thing to just go on the air with, and probably didn't have much of an opportunity. Well, that's why I kind to of do it on air. Well, Certainly that's why not I, your norm show. I know, and that's what I kind of wish. And I know it's kind of hard because I don't know if any of the guys actually are able to push back, but like a lot of people do have to play nice with these hosts, and like you can't just go, "Hey, you know what?" Someone just comes up and you know someone. You know, does a tier one joke or something. He's like, you know, go go fuck yourself, right? <laughs> and just bucks up against these guys, and and not a lot of people will do that. And uh, you know, it is you could say convenient for Saroy now that he's gone to make these type of statements now. And then, okay, you could have said that when you were still here. Yeah, but I mean, he. I think like everybody else. They they love being a part of it. They don't mm-hmm. want to do anything to jeopardize uh, their spot at the station while they're there. And then I'm okay with him going on saying that because I certainly don't feel like he's the one who asked Gordo, can I be on? I'm sure Gordon asked him yeah, come on. for sure. So and, now, and he goes, are you me, ready? Because <laughs> Saturday night yeah, I've been drinking a lot of whiskey. That's the, <laughs> that's the invite for him to basically say anything that he wants to, the fact that the host has invited him on to discuss these things. That's that like, is a, that's like when I, no holds barred. Yes, and that's like when I invited Jake over to, to be sure. on the podcast, and I go, what's going on? <laughs> It's like, well, this is who I invited. I mean, I can't yeah. bitch and complain about it. It is this is who I invited. So, um, uh, let's move forward just a tad. Is it rude to guess someone's salary though? That seems weird. They're talking. They're go- talking now about. Okay, let me back up just even like f- five or ten more seconds. So basically, Mike has asked Gordo, like, "What do you think Jer makes? What do you think Jer makes?" And this one was. The reason why I, I clipped, not I clipped it, but I, I made point to like, hey, I want to play this. It was revealing of just how ignorant Gordo is to the other people that work at the station and what they are taking home at the end of the day. What do you think Jeremy Moran's base salary is? All right. So I'm going to. Oh, did you see how uh, Gordo was like, I'm instantly regretting this look? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a difficult spot to be to be put. That's in. a pretty bad one to be in. I'm gonna go off of is it rude to guess someone's salary though? That seems weird, but I'm gonna go oh, off of what you you said because you said that you didn't make your age, so that was an indication of what you made. And then we pause for a second because there was another part of the clip where he he said I'm 46 and I'm not making my own uh, age. Not 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 with the ticket. Not with the ticket. Yeah, and he, but he also works with his brother. But still, that's, okay. Yeah, so just to put on with that is uh, he alludes that he makes under forty six thousand dollars a year, which I'm pretty Let's just sure. Assume it's between forty and forty five. Yeah, I, I'm just. I, we might have Mike on here some someday, and he maybe he'll fully illuminate how much everyone makes. 
right? <laughs> so, and then board operators, I guess, don't make as much as producers. But I mean, I would have, I would have guessed, I would have guessed fifty, but it's not going to be that, right? It's yeah, way less than fifty. No, it should be. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It was a Freudian, like, oh, uh, I, yeah. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I, you know, <sighs> play a little more because I can't decide. Um, I have some thoughts. On okay, this, not that yeah, it should be less than that. I'm saying that that, <laughs> I, that I, think that, I think that 50 was a good guess because he's working the longer shift. He doesn't get there as early as Fernando. Okay. Well. Do you know what time Fernando gets there? Yeah, sundown. <laughs> 2 a.m. Sundown. Which to me seems unnecessary, but that's the way he likes to work. That's his. In an effort to make this not uncomfortable, I will say that he definitely doesn't <laughs> Too make late. anywhere close to 50. And he doesn't have the live spots or appearances or whatever. Mm-hmm. The shit that I've had to try to piece together an existence there. Mm-hmm. So it's way less than that. And that's fucked up because he's incredible and he's a great person. Somebody says, Gordo is like, how do I get out of this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't you need can... to get out of it. I mean, this is. Okay. Uh, Gordo is like, how do I get out of this? Yeah, that's what he said here. Jer, uh, Jer off the turnbuckle, <laughs> someone said. So, um, so Jer works, obviously, the Muser's show, and he does Norm's show, too, yes, right? He so does, they, he's, he's basically, that's like a full... The morning shift. It's like a 5 to five to 12, more or less. Mm, yeah. No, I think his, uh, he said he gets there at 4 or 4.30. Okay. So my point is, like, that's a, that's a full work day. Because yeah. some of my, with some of these roles, and I'm ignorant to some of the specific details, but some mm-hmm. of these roles, I look at it, and they should make more, they do this, I hear them on the radio, that means that they're an on-air personality, I'm like, yeah, I mean, their mic's on some, <laughs> they're making yeah. 48 grand a year, they work three hours a day, five days a week. Like if if I could find a job that would pay me forty eight additional grand for another three hours a day, I'd be pretty tempted to take that. Yeah, I mean, like, but okay, that's a, that's a different that's a different situation. Very apples and oranges. I'm just saying. No, I know. But, but like with, with Jer, I feel like that that's that's a lot more hours in the day because because his role, I kind of look at it and what can I equate it to? I kind of equate it to someone who's like an admin admin assistant like in a business office and there's going to be a ceiling there pay wise because i know of people who've done that type of job and have done it for 20 25 30 years like they're not just going to perpetually be getting $3000 increase every year to the point where they're making like 120 grand and they're not in to, like they're not an admin assistant. they're not in like new york city too where you get in, you work in a uh like those uh, union spots right. or whatever, where no, yeah. yeah. But but if Jer has as long as he's been there, like if he's really making, I think later in the podcast, Mike just lets it slip or, or guesses. I don't know which one that he's making thirty seven grand. That seems really low for someone who's been with the station so long and is putting in 
Mm-hmm. However you define it, full. And by the way, I think. Days. By the way, I think that's high. Oh, the, that's, that I think that's high. Not from what I think he should make. I'm thinking that's high from what I think he actually makes. No. Yeah. 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 No. No. I. Because I think where I'm coming from is if he's making like twenty eight thousand a year, that's ridiculous mm-hmm. for the time he's putting in, what he's involved, how long he's been with the station and the company. But I think my point is if he was making somewhere like close to fifty, I'd probably be like, yeah, that that makes sense. What you, you, he's he's not gonna be making like. 90 120 150 <laughs> yeah i mean th- th- there's there's a ceiling to roles in any organization yeah i i don't know and, and i would love everybody and i i think jer is a sweetheart and uh should be making the type of money that he needs to support uh him and his wife and a dog but at the end of the day though um I think we can get on to like with production as far. I'm not talking about actual production of the show. I'm talking about an actual like, what are you bringing in? How many people are coming in and going? I can't wait for Jer to throw in a drop right, right here, and and some can do that. But I think even I hate to say it, but I think Groob's illuminated that uh, that that spot is um, uh, replaceable. That's that no, was. Uh, we're on the yeah, exact same yeah. page, and I think that's what drives a lot of this <clears throat> is from the corporate standpoint. It, it's like somebody throws the argument at them that somebody should be making more or what have you. Well, if you don't pay them more, they're going to leave. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can uh, I can find somebody else to play some drops, mm-hmm. and people know how to run the board. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Jeremy driving down the highway in Forney, is probably not listening for uh, Jared to, to tease Mike Soroy's live spot. Like he he wants mm-hmm. to hear Norm and Donovan. And I think talk to whoever. <clears throat> and I think the line line forms to the right of the people who would love to take over that position. So yep. there's a there's a give and take with all this. So I'm. <clears throat> Yeah, I feel kind of weird in this situation just because um, there are um, there's levels to this shit. So, <laughs> as they say, and I, and I my stance is I want everyone to make more money than they're making right absolutely. now. So, I to those listening, especially in Estonia, I know you're probably not doing very well there. It's, I want you to be doing better. Yeah, a little a little close to the war torn areas and stuff like that. So. <laughs> You're hearing the shells and mortar, but hear my voice. <laughs> yeah, it's like you have you have your AirPod in on one ear, and then you hear shelling into the left ear. <laughs> Just you deserve three to four and a half percent more yeah. than what you're making right now. Yeah, you just basically just hear this all the time. Hold on, just just <laughs> just all the time. Just hearing that. Did you not hear that? <laughs> no, I didn't. You didn't hear the drop. No, not at all. Oh, great. Well, the, the audio people are... It, people, I'll get it. Yeah. It'll be in the real. They're just like this in the stone. Boom. Okay. Well, that sucks. i got to figure out a way to get all the... Uh, let's, let me see if you can hear this now. It sounds horrible. 
No, I don't. Let's let's get back to let, the real let, audio. Let's move you have on. More t- timestamps? Yes, I do. Hold on one second. Uh, sorry, I lost my. Didn't lose my. I was trying to find where I was. I had the other video. <laughs> they had this broke down into four little videos. I would tell y'all where it is, but it's a secret because if, I feel if I tell everybody, they'll they will they will definitely uh, take it off off the shut uh, it down. Yeah. Uh, if you want to know what the link is and you can't find it, uh, give me a give me a ring and I'll I'll help you out. But um, let's go with the next video. This is uh, the f- most parts on this. If you actually go and try to find the the live Twitch uh, majority was like some questions and then they're dicking around and then <clears throat> it's really part you know the last about an hour and a half. So, me. It's obscene. Right. You know, that's actually unfair. I'm sorry I did that to you. Well, I mean, it's... I care about. It's obscene. Uh, Well, that's something you know. No, but that that literally is like my... I'm trying to defend the people. Look, I'm out. I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. So, yes, while I leave, I'm going to yell about the people who I care about. It's obscene. Right. You know, that's actually unfair. I'm sorry I did that to you. Well, I mean, it's, you know, no. (laughs) Mike, at the end of this, starts sounding like my uh, girlfriend who's mad at me. He's like, yeah, fuck you. I don't even need a ride. Fuck you, man. I fucking love you. But it's not your fault. It's not your fault. I fucking love you, man. I love you, baby. I love you. (laughs) It's just like, all right. (laughs) So. Well, because here's the thing. I mean, obviously, it's uncomfortable because everyone... We'll just get mad. I mean, they'll get mad at the ticket. They'll start yelling about Norm again. They'll start, you know, everyone has ideas how everyone needs to just quit their job, turn over their money to someone else, do all this. It's so easy to, you know, make these decisions uh, on the outside. I'm I'm working the station. And I don't know the finances. I don't know. I didn't know what you made. I don't know what Jer makes. Right, but the people who make good money or respectable money it's a luxury of them not to know what the people who are working pretty hard well now wait a second so <laughs> there's no doubt that you're working pretty hard but to say that it's a luxury not to know what someone makes at the station well, i don't understand asked, that that logic have you asked or ever cared what your support staff makes annually i don't know what anyone up there makes other than because you don't care and it's not your fault and i'm not okay let me pause just for a second here um interesting thought process here from saroy i get this like uh this is kind of a underlings and i can only speak from my underlinging and maybe I'm maybe a little higher than the underlings now, but I, I do know that you know whenever you're small and you're you're struggling, you're you're definitely talking to each other like, "How broke are you? I'm broke too. I'm broke." You know, like how little are you making? Like the the people and all the employers ever, <clears throat> they all tell you like, "Don't share your salaries with anybody. That's none of anybody's business." 
Mm-hmm. And then like the first day, you go, and the guy goes, how much did you get started at? And you go, oh, I got started at this. And he's like, oh, that's bullshit. I got started at this. You know, There's all these talks between the people at the bottom. They all talk about each other's salaries. And, right. And uh, while trying to guess how much the boss makes. So <clears throat> these conversations happen. So the people at the top, though, <clears throat> and this might be a, a thing with, um, people maybe who are successful. I just a thought process here. Uh, people who are very successful actually don't care about what other people make. Like they try to worry about what they make. So, um, I wonder if that's a little bit of that. But I understand what Saroy is actually talking here because I think a lot of people who are at the top don't really go. Yeah, they're fine. I mean, they're not living in tents. I guess they're okay. Right. <laughs> so. And yeah, I don't know if it if it if it's as simple as just not caring. Mm-hmm. It's maybe just not it's just not top of mind. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's like a daily thought or concern. I don't I don't know that it because I hear because you don't care that that to me that implies like for this person's well being you truly you find out that they have lost everything you're like well you know whatever and I don't I don't think that's the I don't think that's the case. I, I think people just they they want the host to. I think they want them to bang on the door and say, "Hey, you need to take care of all these people, mm-hmm. or else." Yeah. And then it's it's all to our point before <clears throat> um, whether whether the company views some places as uh, some spots on the rosters being easily replaceable, and even if a, if the host hypothetically did that and said, "If you don't do this, I'm going to leave." at the end of my contract, let's say, they might just look at him and be like, all right, I mean, it's your decision. Yeah. We'll, we'll find someone else. You know, whoever came well, in, George, we'll find somebody else. Yeah. Sorry to hear it. Yeah. Let's play it a little bit more here. That's, no, I think you're trying to get to a conclusion that I don't agree with. I mean, you're trying to say that I don't have any interest in what other people make. Because I don't care about them? That's not true. I can tell you that. Well, do you care what your support staff make? I care that they are happy. Yes, I care that they are happy. I do not care to know their personal finances. If they wanted to come and talk to me about it, that's one thing. But the idea that I'm going to throw Fernando up against the wall and say, Hey, you tell me what you, oh, sorry. Make. See, but that's, but yeah. that's Gordon you know being why? hyperbolic. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I, I don't feel comfortable talking about that. Yeah. I'm and that's, this that's is the, redirection this. and not answering the question by coming up with a scenario that would never happen under any circumstances. Yeah. But yeah. I would just be like, that's not what we were saying to, to no, put him up against the wall. It's like, it would be like, I don't know. You go to the uh, go to the parking lot, and they're they're driving like a Geo Metro, and they've got all their shit in their car, and be like, right. "Hey, are you okay? <laughs> like, is everything all right?" <laughs> like, I mean, the thing is, I thought his answer before that was a fairly good one. That I want, uh, you know, what they make to be it's sufficient where where they can have a <laughs> they're having a, a good life. Maybe they're not struggling, mm-hmm. but I don't care to know what the number is. 
I, I don't want to know if they want to come tell me it's fine, but I, I'm not, I'm not going to pry into their business. And I think that's a fair answer. Here's, here's my only gripe here with Gordo is that, um, as a, just a BS listener, how do I, I mean, I, it's not even something I've ever even wanted to uh, look into and be like, oh, what do, what, what do they make? Well, I'm like, everybody, like, what, what, what do they make? And I'm like, I don't really, I mean, I truly don't care. I think I've <clears throat> stumbled upon information. I go, really? They make that much? And you're kind of like, huh. Oh. That's, yeah. that's that's not great, <laughs> you know. You're, you, I guess it 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 point and pings into the the uh, uh, the ticket and them being relatable because you can go, huh? The producer makes just <laughs> quite a bit less than me, like <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, they're they're not just rich rich assholes or anything. They're they're nice blue collar workers on the on the radio. So <clears throat> I don't know. And it's an industry that is, I think, is historically paid positions kind of at this scale. Mm-hmm. And, you know, radio is not a, uh, it's not a burgeoning <clears throat> industry. Not an I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's a dying industry. No. But at the same time, it's pretty, uh, I think we've pretty well plateaued. And, and I'm not going to play it, but there was another guy that had a question before all this and he had a really good <clears throat> kind of scenario and just like, Hey, you know, it'd be really cool if y'all did something, you know, y'all are a radio station, but what if y'all ventured out into doing other little shows on the side, you know, cause how Barstool started off as a, um, a, uh, a, a game, what is that? A booking, like they were just, uh, helping each other out doing betting lines and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> and now it's turned into this big, big, huge venture of you know it's one of the biggest sports. I don't even know what they are. <laughs> I mean, they're just uh, entities. Website. I mean, it's it's not even say hey website, and it's like they're so much bigger than a website. No, you know, that. you know it's just, that was that <clears throat> that was the guy that they brought on mm-hmm. was on their live that was quote unquote random. I kind of felt like that was. He seemed a little no, too polished to be pl- and random. That was like the. Uh, it wasn't Hector hey, in his car or anything. It was. It was we're, like, we're here at the town hall. Let's take a question, and here stands up some guy who's just reading from a card. I don't know, but I thought his question. I thought it was interesting, at least that you know. I've no, always I thought it was a good point. I've always thought like the I, ticket should have been. Uh, I thought it'd been interesting if they'd ever got into like, quote unquote, syndication. Because, like, the Cowboys are so, like, I don't know. They're, they're just so wide-ranging. Like, you can go to any place in the United States and, like, there's a group of Cowboy fans. And not just, like, hey, there's a couple, there's a, there's a Buffalo Bills bar over here. It's, like, no, I'm thinking, like, there's a large contingent of Cowboy fans. And just going off of just doing Cowboy shit, you, can, you have a large audience just off of that. I mean, you know. didn't uh, once you could stream the audio from anywhere? Wouldn't that just kill the the need to do something like that? Yeah, but I'm saying you're, you're streaming, and then you're also then doing uh, terrestrial radio 
like oh okay yeah, I got you you're, no, you're you off of now. different stations okay. right you're not okay, just do, you. you're not just sticking at one station um, and it might not even be every show all day long it could just be like mm-hmm. the afternoon show is just being broadcast in mm-hmm. and they're Memphis. just talking about yeah. whatever sports thing you know whatever cowboy thing and right but you know it was just like you know, I've even seen from like some shitty radio hosts that barely have like they they don't even have top five markets on their on their syndications. They have like a bunch mm-hmm. of like fifty to a hundred uh, market, you know, those kind of ranges, and they make tons of money because they're just you know ad dollars and everything that are spread out across a bunch of radio stations. I right. thought they could have done something like that, or I mean, again. Like doing live streams, doing podcasts, doing different things, you know, just to to help the. Uh, but it really, it doesn't really matter because the ticket is just now under the the cumulus. They're, they're just they're not. It, it's not the ticket anymore. It's cumulus. The cumulus ticket. And right, that, cumulus presents. The yeah, ticket. and that is under that umbrella, and you can't just take that out there somewhere else. Yeah. I don't think they've done like the things you mentioned because all the individuals were doing their own things on the side, mm-hmm. whether it was writing or, you know, George is doing, uh, the, the, he's, he's the voice of Texas stadium and he's doing North Texas games. And, and Craig used to do like the Rangers pre and post game for on HSE years. on HSE. I guess it was late nineties, maybe early two thousands. Mm-hmm. But it was when the station was on, he was still doing it. Mm-hmm. So that's probably late 90s, probably not past 2000. I don't think he got into the 2000s. No, I think that was just 90s. But they had those types of gigs on the side. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I guess in those days, and some of those days weren't that long ago, maybe they weren't making as much as we thought that they sh- should be. Mm-hmm. And it they, and it's finally caught up for them. Yeah. Um, I had one more, I only had one more clip, I think. Hold on. I think we're almost getting to there, but we'll just kind of fast forward a little bit. I don't know their salary, and I don't know that, I'm telling you that, and maybe this is a blind well, blind spot of mine. Hold it, hold it. Sucks. Maybe it's a blind spot of mine, but <laughs> like, I never, I cared tremendously about my father, and I never knew what he made. I cared tremendously about my friends. I don't know what they make. Like I didn't know that that's the thing that you're supposed to do well, if you work closely with someone. Is it not a good lesson for all of us to say that even if you're on top of the fucking mountain, which Jesus, Gordon, if anyone deserves to be on top of it, and you should be not at the ticket, but you know, you're oh. fucking Gordon G. You should be making whatever you should be making. All right. There's people who work pretty fucking hard. Yes, to, we love the people who work hard, and I hope that they are taken care of. Nothing. Well, they're not. So, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Well, well they're not. So, this guy's awkward. Are you going to fight for it, or are you going to say, hey, I'm going to look the other way, you know? Oof. Oof. So who do I fight? So tell me where I, tell me how all this works. This gets You tense. say the thing, and then I do the thing. <clears throat> well, I would say if the three of you walked in and said Jeremy Moran's a bad, I have, bad motherfucker and he deserves 10% I, I, here, here's the thing 
I've never heard Jeremy, he's never talked to me about money. He's never said that, hey, you guys are screwing me over or the station's screwing me over or Saroy shouldn't make more than me. Why does Saroy get more than me? He's never said anything to this of this effect. And to act like I have somehow not cared about Jeremy because he's never even brought this up, it's never crossed my field. He's never well, brought it up. Luxury for a hit. Well, you you can frame it as it's a it's a it's a luxury, but it's also <laughs> how am I? You're saying it's on me to compel Jer no, to I'm approach not, me to talk about his money. Born. You're my literally my fucking hero. Like I'm not saying it's on you, right? But at some point, when you structure America, it is on the people who make a shitload of money to actually give a fuck and take care of the people who make less money. Okay. So All right, so. they can also not do shit and say, hey, um, you know, we bring in everything which you do. Mm -hmm. Okay, look, I'm coming at this from the standpoint of someone who's on the lowest level. Of like the when you when you found so out, yes, if, if you did find low, out, the, so how the, when the did when did Jared tell you what he made? He didn't tell me shit. I guess that number. I'm not. So you've, you've got a made-up situation that you're now litigating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you want to, like, throw numbers, like, yes, I promise you, he does not make... But you had Jeremy... What make, you had... And what I make is fucking embarrassing. Right. Did you so ever... you really want to throw it out, like... It doesn't matter, dude. I don't know. Look, my brother's texting me, probably telling me... <laughs> Well, you're, you're a little drinky. That's okay. Okay. Um, man, I had one more point. I was just about to get into it. Well, I mean, and that was an example of, of Saroy not answering the question. Yeah. Because Gordon's like, okay, here's your situation. How do I How do I attack that? How do I go defend the employee? What's the mechanism? <clears throat> and, of course, his response could have just been, I don't know, figure it out. But I think it's a fair question. Like, does he have the expectation that, does he march into Cat's office? Does he? Is it Dan Bennett? Dan does Bennett. He, yeah. Does he? Does he fly to New York City and get a meeting <laughs> with some guy named Ed who's sitting up there? And, Mr. And the Mr. Guy's Cumulus. Like, yeah, Ed Cumulus. <laughs> and the guy's like, I don't know. Who, I don't know. Jer is whatever. Here, here's a thousand dollars. Just get out of my office. Like I don't know. Here's a thousand dollars. Here's the only thing that I I will um <clears throat> I will equate this because it's the only thing I can is, is what I do. Um, <clears throat> now I, I don't have the, I mean, my underlings, I know, <clears throat> I know for a fact what they make only for the sheer fact that because I have to make budgets for, for projects and I have to, that's what I know. And I also, because I was them, you know, it's not a sense of like, I, I know exactly what they make because I made that, but also I had to make budgets for it. Now, whenever I get into a bigger, now smaller projects, it's really kind of difficult um, to for me to like actually give them compensation. Um, but if there and there are cases of if I have a large project, like let's say I've been working on something for three to six months, it's a big multi million dollar project or something like that, and somebody's helped me throughout the entire thing, has helped me do the things that you know. Uh, I just don't have time to do. 
and they've been there since day one and they helped me and the project's finished and everything went great. And at the end, I get the bonus. <clears throat> I would feel compelled out of my own, not from corporate. I wouldn't say, hey, corporate, you need to pay him something off of this. I would go, I will pay this out of my pocket that I'm getting this large bonus for. So right. so at the end, as what I'm trying to say is at the end of it, let's say they got some ratings bonus and then they got some whatever bonus at the end of it. And it's like, hey, you know what? This has been really great. And I couldn't have done it without Mike Soroy. I couldn't have done it without uh, the guys who are on my, on my uh, you know, whatever my shift is. So has that ever been, has that ever happened where the hosts are paying it down, down the, passing the hat for the guys that, that work in there? I'm sure. I'm sure sure it's happened. I don't, Um, I don't think it's a regular, a regular occurrence. No, I don't think it's a regular occurrence. I mean, I think when, uh, when my hero, Pat McAfee got his big, uh, 30 million a year deal or whatever, that uh, he he shared quite a bit with his co-hosts that had been there from the beginning mm-hmm. when he launched that thing and went through like in detail. Oh, that's like, cool. th- this guy's getting a hundred thousand dollars, and I'm giving this guy one hundred fifty thousand. And his Damn, parents, he guess blast, what? He parents, blasted it like that. <laughs> yeah, guess what, parents? You're millionaires now. You just became millionaires. Yeah, that's cool. So it 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 happens, but again, I think that's a personal choice i think if one person does that that's great if another person doesn't do it i don't think it makes them evil i don't by any means. i don't think it makes them evil in a sense and again i get this part because here's the whole thing and gordo actually goes into the i mean i'm not going to play the whole damn you know conversation it's like yeah. two hours long it's fucking really long but he, he gets into it that the the operations of a sports radio station and compared to a, a station that plays music, you only have, I mean, music stations are totally different now. They're just basically run by an iPod. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, there's, there's not a go, Hey, welcome back. We're going to do, you know, like the regular radio. <laughs> Talking over the song. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. But yeah. I'm trying to record it on my cassette. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that talking just doesn't. Rick D's talking over Technotronic. Yeah, it's it's just not happening anymore. You just have so much few uh, fewer personalities now, um, so their running cost is a lot different than a sports station, which has to pay all the talent and then everyone else that's there, and and all. But I mean, I guess you don't have to. I mean, God, I hate to get in the minutia of like you know, now you have to pay for you have to pay for music though, right? That costs money to. To play the music, right? It does. It does. So, I mean, there's all running costs with everything. So, it is expensive to do sports radio, but it's also kind of not. I mean, it's some of the product is free, and yeah. So, some not. I, I so. get that running, but I, you know, it's like with anything, like, uh, like I'm in MMA, and there's always talks of like, you know, fighters should get paid more. You know, that's always the running talk. And what actually happens is, is these, these fighters do get paid fairly good, but fairly, you know, some of them kind of don't. But at the end of the day, also the top guys, the guys who are on the poster for UFC, whatever number it is, you know, those guys get paid 
the lion's share because people have their eyes on that specific um, that specific card. And are they actually getting the full amount that they're actually deserving of it? We don't really, we don't really truly know, but I, I would actually venture to say that they actually make less because a lot of that other stuff has to go to the smaller guys who have, nobody knows their fucking name. And the only reason mm-hmm. people are even having eyes on them is because John Jones is, is fighting and, or Anderson Silva's fighting. I don't know. I went with two fighters that have not fought in like four years, <laughs> but regardless, <laughs> You know, I was trying to go with a, a name, a big name that hey, people would definitely There were names, names that I was familiar with. Exactly. So. I mean. Good choice. You know, I didn't go with Stipe Miocic, but. Um, I, I know who that You know that name. Too, but, yeah. you know, he hasn't fought in like two years either. Um, but I, I think those things matter. It's I've even heard it with like, you know, stand-up, uh, stand-up comedy, you know, you know, like owning a stand-up uh, comedy, whatever the fuck they are, like. An actual club. A, an actual club is actually really hard because each week is not the same. Like you have like a big name guy coming in one week, and you have you, like those just generic ass road comics that come in. You go go look at a comedy club, and you're just like, oh, that guy's good. That guy's good. That guy blows. I don't even know who the fuck that is. And just like you know, just but the they try to keep it, um, you know equal on each one but there's some comics that are huge draws and there's mm-hmm. other ones that are just like you know they can do a headline set but do they actually bring people into the comedy club eh, no so no, they're not going to get paid only, the same yeah only people that are just going to the comedy club and whoever's there by the way you're like they're not going you, for the name by the way you suck if you go to like just go to a comedy club and just go i'm gonna go see who the comic is you're like a dork. <laughs> like you're I've, a straight dork. <laughs> definitely never, never done that. I watch yes. that all the time. Like whenever I go to comedy clubs, I'm and I'm watching like a very like dirty comic, and and I'm over there laughing, and I look back, and I see the stern face of just the person <laughs> who just like I can't believe he said that. <laughs> it's, I'm like, what did you did you not know what you were getting into? So, um. I don't know. It was it was it was a. Uh, I think some people said it was boring. This whole conversation. I think I think I enjoy tenseness. I mean, it's funny. Like my my listening of the ticket is very minimal, but my uh, my listening for ticket drama is up to the top. Like yeah. I, I actually enjoy <laughs> the stupid drama. And no, I thought I. I would need, well, you've played a couple of clips from it, so I probably won't go back and listen to the first hour. Because that's what I missed, and I caught basically the second hour, which was good for about 20, 25 minutes, and then it just kind of went round and round and nowhere mm-hmm. the last half hour that they were doing it. I, and I think I, I was I was listening to it and then also just scrolling for all Twitter reaction, which I, I just, you know, from Twitter standpoint, Gordon wasn't saying the things everybody wanted to hear. Um. And I think the other thing, just observation-wise, is is people feeling like the end is near for the ticket. This is near its demise, that type of thing. And I think that is, I think that is very foolish. I don't think it's nigh, but um, <clears throat> here's the here's the one tiny bit of gripe. And then, and going off of this tier 
uh, system, which I've always thought was kind of bullshit too. I think I thought it was not nice. It was not nice. So, um, but what they've done in the past though, with all these little tier systems is they have, they've insulated themselves and they have anybody who had the potential of one day becoming a host. Those, those, those dreams have been dashed and, and they move on to another station or they go, I don't know, some quit. I don't know what it is, but there is no JV. There are no next up guys anymore. Uh, there's just not anybody, you know, worth standing to come in. So what is, what is the issue is that, okay, when users leave, who takes that spot? Whenever the, um, Hardline's going to be around for quite a while, just with Bob. Bob's probably going to say like 20 or 30 more years. But uh, no, maybe not that many. But, you know, as those shows drop off and you replace those, will they get the same oomph they did uh, from years probably, previous? Probably not. But, I mean, we're, we're certainly thinking that before the, any of the major players leave, that we're certainly in the 2030s by then, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is not a next five years thing. Um, so I think... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what type of money has been and pulled away. And I mean, like, I got to deal with this bullshit of waking up every morning. And I got to go, to, you know, sit through traffic. And it's like, is this really worth it for me? Am I really getting the... And then now well, with social media, it's like, I just got people that bitch and moan at me all the time. Like, it's just... I guess it's just uh, you're going to go do, find something else to do. If that's out there, then I think that's a consideration. But... If you're getting up and doing that morning show, but you have like an eight-month-old at home, you're probably uh, not on the track to be like, hey, I think I'm just going to hang it up. Or, well, that or, I mean, I think the the, the days, like, oh, man, I, I can make it. I can get on radio. It's like, there's like kids on YouTube who make millions of dollars. Yeah. You know, and I don't know how... I think maybe that bubble has bust a little bit. Um, but there are a lot of people that make a lot of money in, in different avenues, doing different things, having shows, podcasts, YouTube shows, da-da-da-da. So, you know, if – I mean, okay, if I was – I mean, we even see it with uh, Jeff Cavanaugh. I mean, he basically quit an entire hosting position to go do a YouTube show and, you know, do whatever he wanted and that's as I was saying. I mean, I don't know how successful that's becoming with him, but he has an ins- he has a he has a built in audience of people who want to hear about the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. You know, there's these people that just want to hear. I mean, I think everything's real niche too. Other than like this, I guess we're the ticket podcast, but we're not trying to be. But there are podcasts that just want to talk about baseball, just want to talk about football, just want to right. talk about yeah. soccer, wrestling or whatever. And everything's real niche now. It's like, ah, do I really want to sit through this, you know, you know, I, I'd always pain myself listening to a Mavs conversation, which I didn't sometimes never even wanted to listen to. And I just go, okay, I'll just listen to this. And then you fight through it. Where now I'm like, 
<laughs> Mavs talk. An alternative. If yeah. I'm not saying necessarily if Mavs talk comes on, but because you know we are a Mavs podcast. But uh, if anything comes on that I don't care, um, I'm moving on. You know, so that's with anything else. So I don't know. Interesting. Uh, everybody, listen to that. Uh, this is gonna be nice. What, what time are we on? Over oh, an hour. Let's just hang it up, Jay. Let's make these I nice, think it's a good idea. concise uh, podcasts. You know, yeah. it's not just ran- rambling, you know, whatever. Should we have like, <laughs> what was the, uh, no, I wanted to just play the end of, uh, the end of our podcast. It's just going to be the end of Gordo and uh, and Mike Soroy trying to say bye. <laughs> which okay. Was, which was super awkward. <laughs> It's like okay. Right, next Saturday, you gonna tune into that one? Who you got? Who you fucking got? I think I'm. No, no, I think I'm just by myself. <laughs> Joe Lecce.